choir, beautiful, beautiful, and it just, uh, that anthem just hits it, everything today, doesn't it, it's like the trifecta, it's, it's wonderful, yeah, it's one of mine too, for sure, pray with me, oh God, what a big world you've made, you separated the light from the darkness, you created all that is, and you called it good, open us up, God, to your world, to your love, to the deep mystery of the Trinity. In your name we pray. Amen. So uh, today is Trinity Sunday. So in the next 11 minutes, I'm going to attempt to preach on something that took a few centuries to work out for the church. So wish me luck. It's, it's kind of like the, as mysterious as what I'm going to be doing while we're expanding a kitchen in Honduras because I'm not real good at stuff like that. But uh, hopefully, hopefully there'll be somebody that knows what they're doing on that. Trinity Sunday. Trinity Sunday. Of course, we're talking about Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. The Trinity. God in three persons, as we sang. Perfect Trinity. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Three distinct parts, but one God. One essence. One whole. It's a mystery. The good news is, is that one day when your life is over and you're at the pearly gates, there will not be a test on how well you understand the Trinity, right? Because the Trinity is not necessarily something we'll ever completely intellectually figure out. That wouldn't make sense. If we could figure out God, God wouldn't be God, right? God is beyond our understanding. But... I love the images of God that our fathers and our mothers passed down to us through the centuries. I'm glad they worked it out. I love the thought of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, much like I love these blooms coming up in our backyard right now. I, can't, I don't know the name of the woman who sold us the parsonage. I bet many of you do know her. She must have had a green thumb. Because right now, seven or eight cana lilies are sprouting up in all these plants that I can't even recognize. And I know that that's the product of somebody getting down on their hands and knees and who planted those plants decades ago. I don't understand it all, and I couldn't have done it. But they're beautiful. Like the Trinity. Not just to behold, but to experience. Preacher and author Tom Long describes the Trinity this way. He said, despite some popular misconceptions, Christian theologians do not sit around for fun in ivory-covered buildings, weaving doctrines out of wisps, shadows, and thin air. He goes on to say this. Doctrine, including the Trinity, tended to originate like river bridges built by armies. That is, they are assembled on, um, on the fly in seasons of need and are crafted in the field to bear the weight of people marching in mission. It's what we believe, the faith, capital F, that we've been handed. In other words... Ask me what I believe about the triune God and I'm liable to share a story about standing in front of the Grand Canyon and being in awe of space 
or looking at an ocean on a, or looking at the sky when it's clear and seeing millions of stars and feeling so small under the weight of a God who is immense and transcendent and out there. God the Father, I believe. In God the Father, creator of heaven and earth. Or I might share with you how I've seen the miracle of forgiveness and mercy in, thing, in places and times that I would have least expected. Or the amazing response of someone in the face of all kinds of adversity. And remember, I remember the man who stilled the storm on the Sea of Galilee or placed his hand on the leper to heal. Wasn't afraid to touch someone that was untouchable. The one who was dying on the cross said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they're doing. I believe in His only Son, our Lord, conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary. Or I might share how sometimes when I'm still enough and slow down my breathing, I don't just hear God, I feel God. Right here. The still, small voice of God filling up my lungs in my soul, I believe in the Holy Spirit is what we say on many Sundays. I might share a whole lot. Like, who is God? Uh, where is God? Well, we who are Trinitarian believe that God is, God is here and there. God is everywhere. God is as far off as the furthest star and as close as your next breath or as your jugular vein. Charles Wesley, the great hymn writer of his hymns, wrote this. You whom he ordained, that's all of us, to be transcripts of the Trinity. God believed Charles Wesley was writing a message to the world upon you and me. Speaking to the world of God's inner being through our lives that are formed in the Trinity. What does this mean? Well, that beautiful passage, the poetry that Carla read from Genesis stakes a claim that you and I bear the image of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. That we bear that image upon it, that, that, that the light is within us and upon us and leading us. So I actually took a course on the Trinity at Duke Divinity School. It started at 3.33 in the afternoon, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And our main book was the United Methodist Hymnal. And we would go through songs and we would sing hymns. Because like we sang, holy, holy, holy. When you talk about the Trinity, it's better song. It's better song. Gregory of Nazianzus described the Trinity as this way. He called it the parakesis. Parakoresis. Parakoresis. That is the divine dance that God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit all three in one that there's this dance going on and we're being beckoned to hear the beat the divine beat and to begin to dance love and peace and justice and we're surrounded we believe by God in all these things you probably see why this gospel was chosen for this, the second part that Carla read. The very last verses of the gospel according to Matthew, where Jesus says, go, go, go make disciples of all nations. Jesus says, all authority has been given to me to go. So go make disciples, teaching them to obey me 
baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, all authority has been given to me. And it's, I mean, it's not like the, the authority of like a five-star general rolling over a continent, you know, where everybody's got to obey and everyone is forced. No, Jesus' authority is not one that demands submission. It's not the authority to dominate. It's an authority, the authority, to liberate and to free other people. Every time the word authority is mentioned in the Gospel of Matthew, you know what Jesus is doing? He's healing and forgiving people. All authority has been given to me. Go and do the same in my name. Bear the image of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. He says, obey all that I've commanded you. And obedience to Jesus is not some checklist of hundreds of things to do. What is it? Love God. Love your neighbor. That's all that matters. That's our gospel call. That's our authority. Obedience is about the pursuit of life based on justice and love. It is not easy, but it is simple. Jesus didn't make it complicated. He called us to bear the Trinity in all that we do. Period. We move in that direction in the name of Jesus' authority. The very first verb in that gospel text that Carla read is the verb go. And that is a big one. This big old bruised and broken and beautiful world needs to see glimpses of the triune God, the triune God. Go out into the world. Don't stay cooped up in here for too long. That's why we get you out pretty quickly here. Disciples are made where? Out there. They're made at the grocery store, in your neighborhood, in your place of work. When someone or something confronts you and you have to make that golden decision, as some of our doctors do, you have to make that call. That's when God is calling you to make disciples, to bear the name of the Trinity. Disciples are made out there. That's what the Trinity is. This is where we get refueled, we get inspired, we get focused, we get fed at the table in order to get out there where disciples are made. Then Jesus says, baptize them. Now we've baptized a lot of people the last few months. Babies, older, older folks too. Baptize them. And that's been a lot of fun. But when, I, when you hear the word baptize right here, I don't want you to just think about what we're doing right over here. That's part of it. But I want you to think about baptism not just as a ritual, but as a place to jump in the Trinity. Really, that's what the Trinity's about. It's not about getting all the answers right one day or having it all figured out. It's about trusting the triune God enough to jump in the current and let the current of God take you where you need to be. So we get immersed. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Not some concept to be understood who can do that, but it's a life to be lived. That is who we are as God's triune people. It's a life to be lived. We are submerged into the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit, as Paul said it in 2 Corinthians. 
It's not just our doctrine, it's our life. It's not just a right answer, it's a way of being a praxis in life. And this, this is where we jump in and let the current of the Trinity take us where it will. You see, just for a few years, right here at St. Luke's, right here in this big old world, it's like we're cultivating and planting with love and with justice in a way that maybe years from now, somebody might see some beautiful orange cana lilies and somebody might get a glimpse of the holy. Trinity is what we do. This is our life. We bear witness to the God who is above all of our chaos. We bear witness to a God who came down among us and taught us how to live. And we bear witness to the Holy Spirit that is as close to you and to me as our next breath. And then we can truly claim when Jesus says, Behold, I am with you to the end of the age. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you for the gift of the Trinity, for a way of, of talking about you, but also a way of living for you and in your fellowship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Help us to know that you're in all places waiting for us to recognize you in plain sight. Help us, oh God, not just to believe the Trinity, but to live it in all that we do. In your name we pray. Amen.